Hi, and welcome to the Hypnotex podcast. I'm Rob from Hypnotex, and today I just wanted to talk really quickly about something that hypnosis and hypnotherapy is uh, are really, really good at, and that's uh, eliminating anxiety. Now, usually when somebody comes to me and says, I have a phobia, can hypnotherapy and hypnosis help? My response is that uh, probably. And I'll hedge that a little bit because it depends upon the person. And hypnosis and hypnotherapy, like any sort of a therapy or even physical therapy or even surgery or medications, everything depends upon the person when it comes down to this sort of thing. But one thing that is almost universal is that hypnosis is an anxiety eliminator. Now, this has been made fun of if you've ever seen the movie office space uh there's a guy in it who seeks out hypnotherapy and uh, he goes from being anxious to being so chilled and laid back actually he's in hypnotic trance when his hypnotist dies i know it's outlandish it's a funny movie but uh we hypnotherapists and, and hypnotists refer to it on a fairly regular basis but the guy's in the chair and then uh the and he's deeply entranced and of course the hypnotist is doing all the typical tv things for hypnosis uh, uh you're feeling sleepy you're feeling very relaxed and, and in the midst of that the guy uh the, the hypnotherapist dies keels over clutches his chest and falls onto the floor of course, we've covered this in previous podcasts, and if you look around my site at all, you're going to find it in the fact uh, even if I manage to die during your session, you're going to snap out of it. But somehow, just to move the story forward here, it's a, it's a plot thing, but uh, the guy doesn't come out of trance. And so he remains in this ultra chill standpoint and uh, it makes him super super relaxed and he's able to deal with the stresses of the day and his job uh, hence the name office space that he was previously not able to deal with and interesting they they kind of almost got it right that sense of chill is definitely a side effect or a direct effect of hypnosis and hypnotherapy but to be completely fair so they decided to make him get stuck in trance and so he was permanently that way and that's factually completely wrong nobody ever gets stuck in trance but they could have done pretty much the same story and been factual by showing that the after effects of hypnotherapy and hypnosis carried on and lingered and so as a result he was more chill and so sticking point for those of us in the industry great to see this sort of semi mostly positive portrayal of hypnosis after all of the hypno zombie movies but it, uh, they could have done it right. They really, if they consulted somebody, uh, if, if I'd been on that movie set, I would have said, hey, guys, you know, you can actually 100% accurately and favorably portray hypnosis by having this guy seek out hypnotherapy and then showing him woke up. The hypnotist doesn't even have to die, although I get it. It's a comedy. So that's that's funny, right? Hypnotist dies during the session. Well, maybe not funny, but funny, funny. Uh, but you could have just shown him ending the session and then coming out and feeling much better because with the sort of anxiety that the gentleman was suffering from, that's actually a effect. It's something we targeted. 
we had this global pandemic thing. You're familiar with it? I suspect you probably are. And a lot of people have come out of this global pandemic thing with higher levels of anxiety. Uh, they're still worried about the the uh, illness itself and of course now they're worried about the economy they're worried about the uh, how do we come out of this there's a lot of things to be worried about in day-to-day day-to-day life right now and so people are are more anxious than usual and interesting i have seen a significant uptick in anxiety clients coming in um, i'm not the least bit surprised face it i i think it's the rare person who is not anxious these days or, or doesn't point at anxiety and then doesn't sort of feel that one way or another. And of course, some uh, symptoms or, or things that you may recognize as anxiety, this feeling of impending doom when you sit there and you think, oh my goodness, how am I ever going to make this happen? I got all these responsibilities, et cetera. That feeling of impending doom, that's the edge of anxiety. And at the other, at the far end of anxiety is uh, the full-blown panic attack. And, and boy, you get to that point and it starts to get ugly. But in between, there's shortness of breath where you just don't feel well, uh, increased heart rate, muscle tension. A lot of people carry it, jaw, neck, shoulders, uh, stressed irritability. Somebody snaps at you, you're balancing the checkbook and just wondering, man, I really hope that my company continues to do okay despite this global pandemic thing. And, and you're worried about where money's coming from even more than you were before. And so uh, irritability, you snap at people and, and it's not really them you're snapping at. It's the situation that's the sort of overwhelming stress that you find yourself in. Nervous stomach, upset stomach, and uh, hypnotherapy and cognitive behavioral therapy, these things really tend to help in this space. So as you start to feel anxiety. Now, typically, and this is a, a trend that I've noticed, I, I see a lot of uncertainty. I, I see people who wait until the last minute. They wait until they've gotten into that panic attack stage. And then they get hold of me and they say, oh my goodness, can you help? I, you are my last resort. So let me throw right out here right now. As I'm saying, hypnotherapy really does a great job against anxiety, whether it be low level, whether it be acute, uh, generalized. If you're feeling anxious, you can feel less anxious from hypnotherapy. And there's actually evidence that it indicates uh, that it causes long-term changes in the way that your uh, brain processes stressful situations. Lots and lots of studies that indicate that lots and lots of studies from places that I like that are medical uh, oriented and peer reviewed hypnosis does a great job for anxiety period. It's incontrovertible. You can go look that up yourself. There's a million different places to check that out. So don't wait till the last minute you're feeling anxious, reach out, find yourself a hypnotherapist, say, Hey, you know, I, I, I really don't feel like I'm me. I really feel like a, Wow, what's the saying? A long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Very illustrative there. Just constantly looking over my shoulder. If you're feeling that way, you don't have to. Now, 
I get it. There's stresses. And obviously, you don't want to be too tuned out like the guy in office space where you basically ignore threats to your well-being. That's not what we're talking about here. But we are talking about, uh, there's, a, there's an old saying that says, worrying is like paying a debt that may not come due. Um, you ever notice that you can worry about a bunch of stuff and then most of that stuff isn't necessarily the worst case scenario. You, you identify, I need to worry about the worst case scenario, but it turns out that the worst case scenario is seldom what ends up happening. So as a result, you've expended a tremendous amount of energy and, and a lot of discomfort. And that situation seldom arises. It's seldom the worst case scenario. So uh, you can dial it down a little bit. You're really doing yourself a favor. Now, we don't operate well when we are in fight, freeze, flight, when our heart is pounding, when the adrenaline is running. Uh, that's really a, a lizard brain reaction to get us to get out of a situation or to save our own lives. But when you're worried about something, if if right now you're gainfully employed and the company shows no real signs, but there's this generalized feeling that the economy's not doing well and that your sector may be in a downturn or, or and, and you're worried about something that's a more immediate than off in the distance. And, and that's the problem is that it makes total sense to be anxious. If your boss comes and says, hey, you know, pack up your desk obviously you're going to kick into that mode. And again, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is that by all signs, you came in today, you sat down at your desk or you worked from home today and your job was still there and you did the things that you normally do, but you have this sort of amorphous, squishy feeling that something is wrong on the horizon and you're already reacting to that and the worst part is that you get this cycle going where the minute you start to think about it you worry more and then you worry more you start to think about it and it your your brain rewards you with this uh, endorphin dump by saying hey look I, I i had a panic attack and that saved you from the problem which wasn't really it was the problem wasn't going to be a problem and so you get this awful feedback loop going and it, it really doesn't tend to get better on its own it can you can figure that out and people do that but it's so much easier to have help and it's a lot easier to have a shortcut and hypnotherapy does a, an incredible job now it is totally normal to actually have anxiety about coming in for your hypnotherapy session and I know that seems funny like it's a pile-on kind of thing and I'm going to throw that out there that in the uh, one of the other podcasts that I did uh, what to expect in your first session I talked a little bit about that anxiety but it's always an interesting thing for me to when people finally arrive for their first session to talk to them and to kind of gauge their anxiety level and to see where they're at and um I've had people who were had worked themselves up into a panic attack over coming in for their first session. It was going to be scary. They were worried about the old hypno-zombie, a loss of control thing, none of which are true, etc. And once again, uh, worst case scenario, they're sitting at home and they're thinking, well, I finally took the first step. I'm going to go get hypnotherapy. And then, oh, but what happens if this what happens if that what happens if any of the cliche things that i've seen in the movies how how scary is that going to be so i do want to throw out that if you're going to do hypnotherapy that you've already taken the big scary first step by making an appointment and now you're going to come in so 
reach out. Whoever your hypnotherapist is, is more than likely going to be 100% on board on trying to help you not be quite so apprehensive. Now, a little bit of stress, a little bit of nervousness is completely normal. It's a new situation. You're thinking about the things that you've seen in movies. You know, you're going to go in and you're going to sit in a chair and maybe you're going to have your eyes closed and maybe he's going to say you're getting sleepy and what's that thing about a pocket watch and, and, and all those things that you worry about leading into the session. But mm, let me assure you that uh, any hypnotherapist worth their salt will walk you through that. I'm more than happy to do a video consultation with you in advance if that's what you'd like to do. No hypnosis there, but to sit down, show you the office, talk to you about what it looks like, talk to you about what's going to happen, uh, help you relax, even help you to get to know me. Now, we use a little bit of apprehension. We can use a bit of nervousness because that is a uh, kind of a gateway into hypnosis. When somebody's nervous, oftentimes their mind is looking for uh, someone to take the lead. And so as a result, we can use that. We can use a little confusion. We can use a little anxiety. If you come in and your, your palms are a little wet, that's great. As a hypnotherapist, I look at that and I, I see that as an opportunity. But you should not be losing sleep the night before. And, and you certainly should not be having panic attacks over it. Uh, I'm, I'm just not that scary, okay? So reach out, find your way in. So now, anxiety and hypnosis. Why? Why? Well, it turns out that uh, anxiety and the thing that we conveniently re refer to as trance, they're pretty much incompatible. And when you are in my big comfy chair and when you are... Uh, settled into that state that we call trance, uh, you can't really feel anxiety in that state. They, it, it, the, and, and I'm going to use the term relaxation, and I get that the purists are going to argue and say that hypnosis is not relaxation, and, and I'm right there with you, but again, the podcast is primarily for laymen, and so we do need to use terms that are convenient for people to put their hands around, like the word sleep. We use that as a sort of a mechanism because it's the closest thing to hypnosis that most people have experienced, so let's not argue over trance and whether it exists and what it is. That's a another podcast and we'll get there i keep promising that but we'll dig deep into that but so it's uh you're 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 sitting there and and we use that nervousness that little bit of edge that you've got and if you're not nervous that's fine too we've got other tools but a little bit of nervousness and you find yourself sort of slipping into this comfortable often relaxed state uh, primarily in hip hypnotherapy you are relaxed even though like again that's not essential for hypnosis and it's not necessarily what hypnosis is but you find yourself relaxing you find yourself settling in you find yourself kind of drifting dreaming resting and relaxing that's a phrase that i like to say and the more that you relax in, the more that the anxieties sort of recede into the distance. And this is where my training kicks in, my opportunity to sort of show you what it's like to feel more normal. Uh, lead by example. We're all real good. I can tell you, hey, you know, you shouldn't be stressed. See? And then I can charge you 100 bucks, and that fixed you, right? No. There's no fix there. and uh, But with hypnotherapy, you can actually experience it. So for that 30 minutes or 45 minutes or full hour that you are in that trance state, you don't experience anxiety. Now, there's a lot of things that you can learn in half an hour. 
If we were to sit down, I could teach you to play a G chord on a guitar. I could teach you how to uh, use a elementary uh, skills on a computer. I could teach you how to use a mouse, a keyboard, that kind of thing. So 30 minutes is quite a long time. And it turns out that because of a concept known as time dilation, which is where your subconscious um, really just sometimes doesn't have a great concept of time. So in half an hour, we can do a lot of rehearsals. We can practice being not anxious. We can practice replacing that with a more uh, focused sort of dialed in feeling and uh, straightforward and easy. So any hypnotherapist is likely to have had some training. Of course, you can check with them and find out, check their credentials and make sure that they have had specific anxiety training, if that's what you're coming in for. <clears throat> They uh, definitely, uh, the, the fun part is that hypnosis all by itself, you're pretty much going to get an impact on anxiety. But if you're having serious issues with anxiety, you're going to want to go to somebody who has specific training in that space and uh, make sure that that's something that they're going to focus on and that they know to focus on. And as I've mentioned in virtually every podcast, I like informed consumers. I like informed clients. I like people who know what they're up against and what they're getting into. So learn all about anxiety and uh, your hypnotherapist, research them, make sure that you know exactly who you're going to see. So in the trance state, that thing that we call trance, that state that hypnosis places you in, however you want to refer to it, as that happens, we have a, a series of sort of, uh, I work in a very Ericksonian space, so I like to tell stories. And uh, there are a lot of other techniques. There are in, in entire uh, catalogs of techniques surrounding anxiety and hypnosis. And so uh, there's a ton of tools there. I think I probably know 15 or 20 different angles to go after anxiety. But like I say, as an Ericksonian, I like to do stories. And so I like to tell a story that your subconscious is going to pull some meaning out of. And then it's going to be lasting. And there's going to be this sort of related aspect to it and so you're sitting there in the chair and you're experiencing this state and I'm doing what's called anchoring setting that state up such that uh, it sticks with you it's attached to things and then uh, setting up triggers as well uh, telling you that you will find that state stays stuck and in fact it will be reinforced every time a certain thing happens or a certain event and oftentimes that's we've discussed and you've told me the things that set off your anxiety and so now we're going to set up these triggers that will cause that sort of feeling to come back again when you are in a situation that would normally trigger your anxiety and so it turns out that you can experience it your subconscious really enjoys it because it feels good and normal we are well we are the otters of the universe we would prefer to play and be relaxed our subconscious would anyway as much as modern society drives us to be stressed all the time but we'd like to relax and your subconscious remembers that it senses it as a normal state a place that it wants to be and all we need to do is uh, install some tools for you to use and, and again it's not a control thing there's no sort of uh, you're not going to suddenly see a ups truck and start quacking like a duck it's, it doesn't work like that instead it's more of a oh yeah that's right. I remember how to feel relaxed. And it's a familiarity thing. You know, they say you never forget how to ride a bicycle. Well, you never really do forget how to be relaxed. And sometimes you just need a reminder. 
You need a little time and you need somebody to kind of walk you through it and show you here's how this works. And so as you come out, uh, you feel super relaxed and, and calm. And uh, a lot of people right in the chair as, as time comes back uh, to them as the, as the real world, if you will, comes pouring back in again, can feel the anxiety building. And, and, and most of the time you can watch as they begin to use the tools and you see an immediate reaction. Most people walk out of the office with a significant effect and uh, anxiety work tends to have sort of, we call it a creeper effect which means that over the next several days as a use is reinforced and as you use both the conscious and the unconscious subconscious tools that you're given, you find that each success gives you that endorphin dump. And so you say, look, I'm stressed. Oh, that's right. Now I'm not nearly so stressed. And now I feel better. And your brain goes, oh, thank goodness we feel better and dumps a little bit of chemical in there that makes you feel good. And, and of course, that's a very repeatable cycle. And it's a lot more pleasant than that fight, freeze, flight thing that we do and uh, get all freaked out and heart pounding and mouth dry and feeling nervous. So I just wanted to throw this out there real fast. I, I, I've been thinking a lot about it in the last couple of weeks, and I've been seeing a lot of anxiety, uh, society, societal anxiety. I, I'm seeing it on social media. People are stressed, and people I talk to are stressed, and there's good reason for it, and boy, it's also really easy for us to take it overboard, and I think that most of us do it. So whatever you do, you don't have to feel nearly as stressed as you do right now it's not that bad and the worst case scenario isn't going to come true <coughs> excuse me the worst case scenario is very unlikely to come true so uh, let's stop worrying to that extent you don't have to uh, pass out or have your hypnotherapist die and get stuck in that state but a couple of good hypnotherapy sessions might actually help you focus a little better, be a little more prepared for the real actualities rather than the worst case scenario. So I would love to see you. And if not, if you're not in the neighborhood, then uh, like I say, seek out a hypnotherapist, look for somebody to help you with it. You don't have to feel like that uh, proverbial long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. So appreciate you tuning in and uh hopefully there was absolutely nothing anxiety producing by this podcast because that's certainly not the direction we want to go i'm rob with hypnotex and this is the hypnotex podcast <laughs>